Hello and welcome to episode 44 of the Far Away Nearby. We have a special day coming up just around the corner here. Spring has sprung and we have a holiday that's all about the wonderful women that brought us into this world. Here in North America, we celebrate Mother's Day on May 13th this year. So uh, in this episode, Princess and I are going to talk about the women that brought us into the world. Hello, Princess. How are you? I'm wonderful. How are you? I am doing pretty well. Normally, you and I get together and we talk about what's been going on in our weeks. But I thought in light of Mother's Day coming up, we dedicate the first few minutes of our show to talking about our mothers. So do you want to go first? Tell us a little bit about that special lady that made the gift of the, to the world known as Princess Mike. <laughs> oh, yes, indeed. And my lady. My mom is the best mom. No, um, <laughs> you know, we've, uh, um, we've had our struggles through the years because um, I am her daughter and I have similar traits such as my stubbornness to her. But uh, one thing I, I guess I feel very fortunate and blessed to have my mom in my life. And, you know, I, I know quite a few people who have unfortunately lost their mothers or, you know, due to circumstances, their mothers weren't able to be there for them. So she is, I don't know, she's like the best. She's always just been there for me. And despite everything like that I put her through, um, there's no love like a mother's love. And she, um, growing up, she was the breadwinner of our family. Mm-hmm. Um, so she always worked and, she had some, you know, health issues that she struggled with, but she always found a way to provide. Um, she's Polish. She's 100% Polish. Oh. So um, <laughs> we grew up. She's from she's from the Queen City, not too far from Oslo. And uh, there's a large Polish population there. So she has four other siblings, three sisters and a brother. Um, she's the second child and she was born in the 50s. So I guess the thing was, I, she always told me that she was supposed to be born a boy. Um, not in any and not in any other context other than the fact that um, in those days it was like expected like her, her um, first sibling is a, is a female. So she was supposed to be the boy and then it was supposed to be girl, boy and then a girl and she messed up the uh, the chain of things. So, cause that's how, you know, so there was a girl, my mom, then another girl, then a boy, then another girl. So I guess she was always kind of like the black sheep of the family because she grew up with other siblings. She had always told me she only wanted one child so that she could, I guess, you know, she knew what it was like to have multiple children and they don't get the same. It's hard to devote, you know, yourself to, to that many kids, but parents do it all the time. But I guess for her. And my dad, they just, they only wanted one. So my dad also has a sibling. She really loves gardening. Now that she's retired, she spends a lot of time on that. 
Um, she does love, she loves her TV shows. She watches, her and my dad are obsessed with The Sopranos, like even years later. <laughs> <laughs> I got them, I would always get them uh, like a box set for Christmas back when, you know, they were like still on the air, I think. And um, they will watch that. It doesn't matter if it's on cable or TV. That's just like their favorite show. So my mom um, is an occupational therapist. Mm-hmm. She was a a therapy assistant when I was born, when I was probably about four, because it was before school. So three or four, I think she went back to college while she had a toddler and actually got her master's degree. We used to go, um, the place that she went to school was probably about an hour from here. Um, so she would take me, you know, we'd go and I, I have some vague memories of the place of the college. Um, and it was, you know, before you could do online and things like that. Uh Um, so, you know, she would go and she, she made it work and, um, then she had to do an internship, um, in another, uh, town that is probably about two hours from home. Mm -hmm. Um, so it was like, I think it was a summer we went out there and um, it was, it was near a large body of water. It wasn't too far from the beach. So it was kind of nice. I don't know. Like I remember she would work and I was at daycare, you know, she was essentially, even though my dad was still in the picture, he was back in Oslo and I think, you know, make trips on weekends and things like that. But for the most part, you know, she was a single mom in a foreign in a strange town, you know, raising me a toddler doing her internship so um she did that and that's just kind of like how she is and how she was um trying to think that was when i was younger um through the years my dad has had a lot of health struggles so a lot of things have fallen on her Mm -hmm. uh to kind of hold the family together she just she always has and uh going back to the polish thing one of my favorite things um is around thanksgiving and christmas time she doesn't do it too often anymore so it's limited to the holidays but she makes the best pierogies um she usually does sauerkraut but she started doing potato and cheese now too and it doesn't matter how many times she showed me it's one of those things where okay mom what's the recipe so i can make it she doesn't have a recipe. It's just all by feel and by touch. And she just knows, you know, so that's like her special thing that she makes for the family. You know, she's had some health issues of her own too. And she takes care of my dad now um, because of his, you know, his health issues. She was diagnosed with diabetes, maybe about God, like 20 years ago. Um, And she was always overweight. And then I'd say within the last like 10 years or so, she's really taken her health a lot more seriously. And she's lost over a hundred pounds, you know, through diet and exercise. She's just, she, she likes to walk. Like I said, she likes to garden. She goes to the gym every day. She really, you know, tries to eat right. She loves her chocolate. She loves her sweets. She does try to limit that, but it's inspiring, especially when you're older. It's so she's 30 years older than me. I know that when I was 24, dropping weight was a lot easier, even, you know, now than it is 10 years later. Later. Mm-hmm. So, you know, in her 50s was when I, I want to say she really started to work on that. And so it's been a struggle, but, you know, she's been doing really good with it. She sounds like the take 
charge kind of person. She is very much so. Those are the the uh, best role models to to grow up in the shadow of. I do think. Absolutely, absolutely. So, how about your mama? Well, Mama Star Sage hasn't been with us for a while now, but I do have a lot of fun memories of her. My mom, just like the princesses, was a take charge kind of lady. However, in her family, she was the oldest. She was the first one. Mama Star Sage was the oldest in her family. And like her, I am one of four, but the roles are sort of flipped. She was the oldest and I'm the youngest of four. Mama grew up out in the country. And when it was time for her to make her way into the world, she chose to go into the field of nursing. Now, my grandparents were very modest means, and it's come to light many years later that they may not have been able to have afforded her schooling at first, but it's been discovered that she had an uncle who... Uh, actually helped out with her student loans. We're very fortunate because this is a gentleman who was very long-lived, in fact, lived to his mid-90s and danced with 20-somethings at my sister's wedding some 10 years ago. (laughs) 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 Two songs that were probably new when he was young. Mama Star Sage was the breadwinner in our family. My dad used to work different odd jobs. And over the years, he hung draperies. He worked for Coca-Cola. He worked at a bakery and also at a uh, fabrication plant that made fire hydrants. And one day they decided that since uh, Mama's paycheck put the bill a little bit better it was easier for them to just keep one car on the road so dad stayed home and raised me when i decided to darken the doorstep (laughs) (laughs) i was a little bit of a surprise and Uh they were actually expecting a little girl when i arrived oh surprise that i wasn't mama went back to school when i was in high school Mm -hmm. i believe it was around junior high mama decided to go back and she got her bachelor's degree and i was very proud of her because this was when computers were new in the home i mean dos computers had been out a while and the first windows computers were coming mama actually got a computer so that she could uh, do her college work at home and that's what introduced the first computer into our household and I remember being in junior high I went to the graduation for my mom's college degree and that was such an amazing thing and now I, I do remember though also sitting with my dad in the audience and noticing that there were kids who and you know they were younger than mama of course because she was a return student. You know, these late teenagers were drinking wine coolers when people <laughs> took their diplomas and their, you know, degrees. So being the conservative folks that my family were, they didn't appreciate the folks uh, tying one on while this, you know, mother of four was going up <laughs> to get her uh, sheepskin or lambskin. Mm. Mama always worked the later shifts 
And the arrangement was that dad would be home to take care of his kids when we got home from school. He would have dinner ready and, you know, he would check our homework. And then despite the fact that mom uh, had just gotten home from work after midnight and probably didn't get to bed until one or two because she was a night owl and liked to relax a bit when she got home. Mm. Mama was still up in the morning in time to see us kids off to school. And she she actually probably also packed our lunches. The only time we really got to see Mama, aside from her day off, is in the morning when she would see us off to school. Or if you were the little shadow like I was, I used to sneak into her room in the afternoon on the weekend so that I could take a nap with her before she had to leave for work. Uh. Mama had she had many and varied interests. She would never admit to it because she was a church going lady, of course, but used to love to go to yard sales and buy secondhand books. In particular, the uh, the paperback books that any good housewife would tell you was good reading, otherwise known as smut. Ah. And, um, you know, of course, she didn't have those kinds of books in her household. But no, there were grocery bags full in the closets. Because, <laughs> you know, oh my if you're in a marriage and you have four kids and you've been together for any amount of time, you're mm-hmm. probably reading books like that to think about what your life would have been if you didn't have four kids. Right. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, Mama starts mm-hmm. the hardworking woman. Since we're we're dedicating this to our mothers today, I'll go ahead and finish off by saying that, of course, it's no secret that Mama Starsage hasn't been with us for quite some time now, uh, but she was a very strong-willed lady. In fact, not only did she survive cancer for 10 years, but she was very fortunate in that her second husband was a man who was a little bit more comfortable financially and was a little bit more outgoing than my father, rest his soul. I call him Mr. Mooney. Uh, before she left this earth, he allowed for her to see the Caribbean. They went to the Middle East, and she got to see whales and the icebergs in Alaska. Even though we didn't start off on the right foot, uh, my stepdad really stepped up to the plate because he made it possible for my mother to have a much better life than she could have with her first husband. Right. We're going to continue on from here. The princess and I are going to talk about events in our mother's lives, including what was going on in the U.S. history, as well as music, because, you know, to understand the times, you have to be familiar with the music mm-hmm. and we're going to go in order of oldest to newest so of course and not skipping a turn here because this would be the princess's turn my mother was an older lady she was born before milady the princess's mom mama star sage was born in 1940 and around the time that she was born out in the country. She was actually born in a corner of Northeast Pennsylvania, which is the, I do believe it's the little home to the Little League Hall of Fame. It's uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. At the time in 1940, when she was born, that year, Selective Service was established. You'll know that this is the, the draft 
for peacetime. And then uh, in that same year of 1940, the Oldsmobile Car Company uh, began the first car company in America to offer the first fully automatic transmission. So thank goodness for that, because I certainly can't drive a stick. Um, <laughs> let's see, also in 1940, some of the other things that were introduced were um, in movie theaters before the main feature was shown and before they started airing them on television, cartoons were pretty big in theaters. They were kind of the coming attractions. And mm. at that point in time in 1940, Bugs Bunny and Tom and Jerry cartoons started being uh, introduced. The uh, last thing that was part of the year of Mama Star Sage was born was Franklin Roosevelt was reelected for the third term. He is also, of course, the last president to serve three terms in office because uh, he also made it uh, the law of the land that no person can serve more than two terms. So, um, yeah. So, uh, of course, that is just like uh, having a declaration of war. The only way that that could be overturned is if Congress enacted law allowing a person to serve a third term. Oh, very interesting. In terms of music for that period in 1940, this is an artist that was one of my mom's favorites and dad's the song that was in the top of the charts in 1940 was by Bing Crosby, who, of course, is most well known for the Christmas favorite, White Christmas. And the song that was in the top of the charts that year by Bing Crosby was called Only Forever. We'll read a lyric or two here. One of the lines from the song Only Forever is, Do I want to be with you as the years come and go? Only forever if you care to know. Now that, that puts us in the place of the year that Mama Star Sage was born. So Princess, if you will... Take us in the way back machine. Bring us back to the year that Milady came into the world. Okay, so Milady was born in 1954. Um, that was the year Marilyn Monroe married Joe DiMaggio. The first nuclear power sub was launched. Elvis released his first single. 1954, I'll Never Stand in Your Way, um, was a, a self-financed recording. Um, Texas Instruments introduces the first transistor radio. Now, you know what a transistor radio is, don't you? It's just a fancy name for a compact radio. So it was one of the first radios that you could carry around like a Walkman back in the day. Oh, nice, nice. The TV dinner was also introduced that year in 1954. Oh, what a wonderful gift to a future mom. Right. <laughs> I know, right? Kind of perfect. Of course, once in grand TV dinner was produced in the United States and consisted of a Thanksgiving meal of turkey, cornbread dressing, frozen peas, and sweet potatoes. Oh, okay. So it was a little fancier than just meatloaf mashed potatoes. And then the song that year was um, Hey There by Rosemary Clooney. Now, you know who Rosemary Clooney is, don't you? Isn't she George Clooney's aunt? Ding, ding, ding. We have a winner. Yes, <laughs> yes. Oh, I think one of the lyrics here is, Hey there, you with the stars in your eyes, 
Love never made a fool of you. You used to be too wise. Oh, I, I wonder if the ladies folks liked that song or if it was in, in mind when uh, she came into the world. Mm. The next uh, event in our mother's lives that we're going to focus on is their 16th birthday because, of course, everyone knows that before you're old enough to vote and to leave home, you have a sweet 16, or at least if you're a lady. Uh, I, I'm still waiting for them to come up with the special birthday for the uh, the gents. I think that only happens if you're Jewish, you have a bar mitzvah. When uh, Mama Star Sage was 16, the year was 1956. And in U.S. history at the time, the important things that happened that year were that the CBS network first aired the soap opera As the World Turns. Princess, do you know why they were called soap operas? Because they would um, have commercials for detergent, right? Right, because back in the day, right. yeah, the, back in the day, it was considered a programming for housewives. Because yes. I used to love soap operas. Yeah. <laughs> I was very opera. into General Hospital. Uh, the only soap opera that I ever got into was kind of secondhand. Mm. It was already off the air, and at the time, it was sort of cultural. See. After a couple of years of college, I followed my then boyfriend to Dallas, Texas. And of course, the soap opera that I'm referring to was, of course, Dallas itself with they are and Miss Ellie. Also in 1956, some of the other important things that happened were President Eisenhower established the interstate highway system. So that is how the interstates that we all know, you know, I such and mm-hmm. such, and that all the major highways that crisscross the country. Also in 1956, the infamous uh, comedy group of Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis performed their last show together, and the United States Supreme Court declared Alabama and Montgomery laws requiring segregated buses illegal. Wow. So, ergo, Rosa Parks and the bus boycotts. That mm-hmm. illegal via the Supreme Court in 1956. And continuing on in the music of that age, close to Mama Star Sage's heart, the popular song of that year was by, of course, Elvis. Elvis the Pelvis, and it was Heartbreak <laughs> Hotel. Nice. Now, you know why he was called Elvis the Pelvis, right? Because of his moves. He was known to have had a record per, uh, performance on the Ed Sullivan show. Everybody remembers Elvis Presley showing up on the Ed Sullivan show doing the famous dance where he gyrates his hips. Now, what many people don't remember is the fact that he was scheduled for three appearances and only two of those did they show him from the waist down. In fact, the last time he was on the Ed Sullivan show... They were very careful to have the cameraman lock the camera in place so that he could oh. be seen from the waist down. Really? Yes. Wow. <laughs> so that was 1956, cool. the year that Mama Star Sage had her sweet 16. Ah, okay. Well, Milady had her sweet 16 in 1970. Mm-hmm. And that was the year um, Diana Ross and the Supremes performed their farewell concert. Hmm. 
um, President Nixon also banned uh, cigarette ads on TV. Oh. The U.S. got its first female general, who was, looks like, Anna May McCabe Hayes. She was promoted to Brigadier General in, uh, June on June 11th, 1970. It was the first time a woman ever wore the stars of a general officer in the U.S. Armed Forces. Oh, wow. So that, that had to have been inspiring for somebody to turn 16 right. the year that that happened. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Uh, Jimi Hendrix and Janis Joplin also died at 27. They were just uh, 16 days apart, their deaths. There's a special on Netflix that's called 27. And it's uh, mm. that whole idea of these great musicians dying at 27. I know Amy Winehouse was one of them. Obviously, Jimi Hendrix, Janis Joplin. Of course, Kurt Cobain was part of that 27 club. I mean, it's not really a club that you want right. to belong to, I guess. But Jim Morrison. So there's there's quite a few, quite a few people. There is a very famous movie that was made. Now this would have been done, I think, in the eighties. Did you know that The Rose with Bette Midler was supposed to have been the life story of Janis Joplin? Oh no, I never do that. I have not seen The Rose, but it's I believe Bette Midler's first performance in a film. You know, before, way before she ever did Beaches. So look up The Rose if you'd like to know more about the legendary 70s artist, well, 60s artist that died in her prime at the age of 27. Mm, interesting. And um, speaking of music. If you like this show, head on over to the Voice of Geeks Network at vognetwork.com. We'll find shows like Ranger Pride which talks about my favorite childhood show, Power Rangers, as well as the Geek Cards, where you can immerse yourself in geek culture at bognetwork.com. The song that year was American Woman um, by the Guess Who. So that seemed to be a, a kind of female empowerment year. I would say so. Now, yeah. I, that song sounds familiar, and if I'm not mistaken... That song is one of many of that era that have been remade. I want to yes. say the Aerosmith. Um, I think it was Lenny Kravitz. Lenny Kravitz. Okay. Yeah. Yep. Happen to find the lyrics to that song. And I do know. Let's see. I, all I can think of is the Lenny Kravitz version, honestly. <laughs> um, but let me. Uh, no, can you imagine though? Probably when your mom, when Milady was having mm-hmm. sweet sixteen. She was probably sitting around the record player with her friends, and American Woman was probably, you know, right. speakers. <laughs> I'm sure. Yeah. Okay. So I found the lyrics. So, American Woman, stay away from me. American Woman, Mama, let me be. <laughs> I can't not sing it. Uh, I don't know. Cool. I don't know now if that's exactly how the Guess Who version goes. Uh huh. Um, but I know the Lenny Kravitz version is like that. Well, all so. I can say <laughs> is that we're lucky that Malord didn't abide by the words of the song. Right. <laughs> <laughs> so moving forward from 1970. Mm-hmm. All righty. So that was uh, Milady Sweet 16. Now we'll actually need to take a step back for a moment because while Mama Star Sage had her sweet 16 before Milady, 
Uh, she also crossed the uh, threshold with Papa Star Sage before Milady had the twinkle in her eye. So in 1961, if you'll travel back with me, this was the year my parents were married. And in U.S. history at the time, the U.S. severed ties with Cuba, which was about to become a communist country under the rule of Castro. The first test intercontinental ballistic missile, say that three times fast. Right. Um, the first test ICBM is launched. And, of course, these are the weapons that get launched into low Earth orbit that can actually hit a country on another continent. Oh, wow. You know, a big achievement for the time. And, of course, it was also the age of the space race. Alan Shepard is the first American in space. Nice. President Kennedy announced the beginning of the Apollo program, which he did not live to see the start of, but was picked up by his successor, and then uh, in 1961, the Vietnam War began. So we were about to send our young men to war across the world in another land. And there was a generation of suffering and protest. And then lastly, in 1961, the year that Mama and Papa Star Sage were married, one of the popular songs in the top of the charts was by Patsy Cline. It was I Fall to Pieces, which, of course, is one of the main lyrics of the song. But I do have that pulled up. And the line goes, I fall to pieces each time I see you again. I fall to pieces. How can I be just your friend? Mm-hmm. So that that makes you wonder if that's one of those songs that when it was written, you're spying someone from across the crowded room, maybe where you uh, thought you were an item and maybe aren't. Mm. <laughs> right. <laughs> So the wedding part, the songs that you got, were those just the songs from the year or were they like the wedding songs? Oh, no, that was just the popular songs of that year. Okay. Because my my folks were a little old fashioned. I don't Mm. may not have been as in tune, shall I say? (laughs) It seems that at a certain period in history, of course, right around when rock and roll came into being, you know, people became more selective about what they let their kids listen to. So, Mm. you know, uh, my folks being the kind that grew up in a more rural area, their folks may have had a little bit more to say on what was going on the record player. Gotcha. From 1961, we will move closer or move forward in time. Mm. Uh, this is where you come in, Princess. Yeah. Um. So, Milady and Milord uh, got married in 1979. That year, um, three mile there was the Three Mile Island incident, which is was America's most serious nuclear power accident. McDonald's also introduced the Happy Meal. Yes. <laughs> so that was a good year for that. And uh, the first fully functional space shuttle was delivered. The U.S. Uh, supported government of Iran was overthrown in the Iran hostage crisis. 
crisis. No, that was long enough ago that you or I weren't a twinkle in anyone's eye. But of course, to summarize, basically, the United States tried to influence the political economy, and we had our own leader that we put into power. Because of course, what does the Middle East produce? Oil and then mm-hmm. turns into gasoline. So you know, we had our own person in power there to take control of the government and. And what happened in the Iran hostage crisis was, of course, there was a group largely of college students who took people hostage because uh, they were sympathetic to the cause of the Iranian people having their own leader, which unfortunately at the time was a religious radical. And I Mm. believe that he's still influential in the leadership of that government today, although he may not be the kingpin, as they say. Then another thing in 1979, the music, one of the big songs of that year, was Reunited by Peaches and Herb. Now, I know that song. I remember, my lord, listened to a lot of that style of music. For that song, the the chorus goes, Reunited, it feels so good. Reunited because we understood. There's one perfect fit in Sugar, this one is it. Hmm. So I think that was probably a pretty popular wedding song. I was going to um, say, would you? Yeah. Your your folks seem that they might have been a little bit more modern than mine. Do you, do you think it would be safe to guess this song might have been at their wedding? It may have been. I know that they didn't. Um, I guess actually they 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 got married at a friend's apartment. Oh. Um, it was kind of. I know a few people from that got married around that time, late 70s, early 80s. And I don't know if it was a thing then, but I know like three or four people who got married in the same manner. You know, the the pastor came to the to the apartment, they had a few mm-hmm. friends, and they just got married there. And to me, like it seems odd because when you know, when they told me that, I thought, oh, you know, you have a church wedding and all that stuff. And it was not like that for them. Having done a little bit of the reading uh, mm-hmm. for the history that we're doing today, I, I think I can understand why that might have been a thing back then, because one of the things that happened in the late 70s is that there was this big economy problem where it was basically a recession. And at the end of the 70s, there were big shortages on gasoline. And for the time, they went sky high and people were lined up for blocks and blocks from the gas station in the 70s there were apparently shortages now of course it should be no surprise because we are also meddling in the affairs of the middle east <laughs> right. hmm it's funny how those things go hand in hand right from 1979 we take a step back just to skosh the princess is an only child i am the youngest of four so The first time my mother became a mother was in the year of my birth, 1977. Mm -hmm. And of course, uh, America had just celebrated our bicentennial, our 200th year of being a country. So Mm -hmm. in 1977, Mama Starsage 
became a mother to yours truly. And some of the things that were happening in U.S. history at the time were the world's first personal computer was introduced. It was called the Commodore PET. Don't ask me what that stands for. It's probably Personal Entertainment Terminal. Uh, It was demoed at the Chicago Electronics Trade Show. And it's funny because I remember as a kid in elementary school, uh, one or two of the little podunk school (laughs) that I went to, Uh Commodore PETs. Uh And this was essentially... Uh, a typewriter with a screen and it, of course was DOS at the time. So but, was it like an early version of a laptop? Oh, it was much bigger than a laptop because this, <laughs> this, this was back when all screens were tubes. Mm. So it was like, if you can imagine a laundry basket with a keyboard. Oh my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so also in 1977, Apple was first incorporated as a company. They were getting ready to launch their own version of the home computer. And a couple of the other things that happened that year was, of course, the sci-fi extravaganza Star Wars was first launched. It was a big summer event, and everybody saw it as many times as they could because back then there was no such thing as home movie rentals. So we have to we have to acknowledge yesterday was May the fourth. So yeah. so the joke today is today's the fifth awakens. Okay. Uh-huh. Get it? Right. <laughs> There's a listener who goes by the name Stephen Scotland and mm-hmm. and as each day of the month of May has gone by, whereas most people who are science fiction fans say May the fourth be with you. Mm-hmm. He celebrated each day of the month with each of the doctors of Doctor Who. So May the 1st, May the 2nd. And of course, each day has a picture of that doctor. So the third doctor, the fourth doctor, and so on and so mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. So, That's nifty. Uh, <laughs> then also in 1977, the king of rock and roll, Elvis Presley, performed his last concert. Mm-hmm. And of course, many of you will, who are old enough will know that the same year that DJ Star Sage came into the world. The king of rock and roll left. And well, <laughs> when I'm asked about that, all I can say is you couldn't have both of us. The world isn't big enough. <laughs> <laughs> Keep telling yourself that. Yes. <laughs> Every morning when I wake up in the mirror, <laughs> that's my daily affirmation. Oh. So the, uh, the last handful of things that happened in 1977 were that British Airways inaugurated a new era of air flight travel. They introduced the Concorde. Now, of course, its day has come and passed, but back in the day, there was a supersonic jetliner that was very long and sleek and had narrow wings. And the airline tickets for those travels were top-notch pricey. I mean, these were something that only the creme de la creme of business executives could afford, and that's because it literally cut the travel time overseas in half. So I know from experience, it is an eight-hour flight from JFK Airport in New York City to Ireland. So if you can imagine, the supersonic Concorde 
with, you know, like a $3,000 airline ticket back in the day would have only taken three or four hours. Wow. And I am sad that I didn't live to see that because they have decided that supersonic travel is not safe for domestic well for um for traditional travel because wherever you have one of these planes landing you can't Mm -hmm. have anyone living nearby because it breaks the windows so that you know the sonic booms that you they people talk about you know military jet fighters take off from aircraft carriers Uh those were a regular occurrence for the Concorde because it's how it took off. It broke the sound barrier when it left the ground. Ah. Continuing on, just finishing off the uh, year that uh, Mama Star Sage brought me into the world, the popular music from that time frame. And again, my folks were a little bit conservative, so this probably <laughs> wouldn't have been playing on the uh, car stereo or at home on the uh, the big console. That's but what they want, they want you, I think. Right. But <laughs> it was uh, a song by Sir, because he has been knighted since, Sir Rod Stewart, and it's called Tonight's the Night. Now, uh, for those unaware, this is a style of music that's called baby-making music. Because <laughs> it's slow and it has very, shall I say, suggestive lyrics. Mm. And so, of course, uh, one of the lines for the song is, uh, stay away from my window, stay away from my back door to disconnect the telephone line, relax, baby, and draw that blind. And then the chorus is, tonight's the night, it's gonna be all right, because I love you, girl, ain't nobody gonna stop us now. Mm. I like that song. Hubby Billy and I had the pleasure of seeing Sir Rod Stewart in concert last summer. Now, I, of course, was slightly misled because I thought that it was a duet performance because my childhood music love, Cindy Lauper, was on tour with Sir Rod Stewart. However, she was just the warm-up act. Ah. Uh-huh. So, you know, if you can imagine... My apologies, dear ladies. I fully appreciate the female persuasion. I grew up with many strong women, and I salute you. But I was in gay man's hell that night because I was surrounded by cougars. (laughs) And uh, if you look back to the beginning of my solo show, Truly You Jest in August of last year, you'll hear Hubby Billy and I talk about. In fact, there was even an inebriated lady wandering the place who may have relieved herself in public. Mm. Yeah, so tonight really wasn't the night that night, but it was a good concert. (laughs) (laughs) Right. So finishing Mm. off, Princess, take us a step forward to when you were a twinkle and lady's eyes yeah so the year i came into the world um i came into the world earlier early part of the year in january at that time at&t was disbanded they were called at&t on paper but it was the Mm -hmm. bell system because right no each division of the country was new england bell or southwest bell or whatever right right also that year uh, michael jackson won eight grammys oh wow I think uh, that's yeah. probably 
a, a record at the time because I don't think anyone sure. else had gotten that many. I'm sure. I'm sure. And um, Vanessa Williams uh, is the first Miss America to resign. Um, so she made a couple um, history moves that year. She was the first African-American Miss America and also the first um, to have to resign because I believe it was Penthouse at mm-hmm. the time. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. But um, there were some photos. I don't know if she took them privately and they were going to release them. Basically, she was, you know, pressured into giving up her title. Um, and then the the runner up took her place. But, you know, if that never happened, I'm not sure we would have ever gotten Desperate Housewives. I know. I mean, <laughs> she has gone on to do great things. So, um, obviously, she's a singer. She's an actress. I love me some Vanessa Williams. And... If she is in the show, I am watching it. And as they say, whatever kill doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Absolutely. In the music uh, that year is one of my favorite songs, actually. I and mean, I didn't even realize it came out that year. But uh, When Doves Cry by Prince. Oh, yeah. Yeah. And uh, I think I'm sure everybody knows that song. But um, some of the lyrics are, how can you just leave me standing? alone in a world so cold maybe i'm just too demanding maybe i'm just like my father too bold maybe you're just like my mother she's never satisfied why do we scream at each other this is what sounds like when doves cry Mm. and you know that um brings to light something i i listen to audiobooks and i love Mm -hmm. biographies and there's one that came out not long ago that was by princess's uh prince's widow Mm mm-hmm and it talks about their marriage and how she was in love still with him, I think. I've been meaning mm-hmm. to listen to it. But, you know, mm-hmm. when, when we lose an artist like that before their time, going back to their lyrics, it makes you think twice about what the actual meaning behind those were and if it's still significant. Right, right. Mm-hmm. That concludes the important years of our mother's lives. The wonderful women who brought us into this world and uh, I thought we would just finish this out by talking about any special plans that we might have. So, Princess, do you have any special plans for getting together with Milord and Milady on the coming holiday? Um, I was actually just asking her about what she wants to do. And I don't know how your mother was, but my mom is one of those types that, like, she'll do everything for everyone else and never thinks of herself or, you know, wants to do anything for herself. So, you know, it's like, what do you want for Mother's Day? Or what do you want to do? You know, it's it's her day. So she hasn't told me, but I'm I'm thinking it's probably gonna be either brunch or some sort of lunch or dinner. And I might get her a little something from the garden. Mm-hmm. So that's usually the stuff she likes this time of year. Um, but nothing set in stone yet. What are your plans with Mama Billy? So at the time of this recording, we're, we're still more than a week away from the, the special day. So, of course, plans are still in the work. Hubby Billy has been, you know, um, breaking his back at Grace Brothers. So... They've given him a break <laughs> in another way here and there. So uh, he usually only gets an occasional Sunday off. And I think that him getting a Saturday off is actually sort of in retaliation to uh, another of his peers that may not have been uh, pulling their weight. Mm. <laughs> so uh, hubby his next Saturday off. 
the day before Mother's Day. But Mm -hmm. we planned ahead. I've I've invited Mama Billy out to do something with us. And so um, we're just waiting for the other shoe to drop. We have to actually figure out uh, where she's going to go because she's also one to uh, not really want to make a fuss about things. And, Mm -hmm. you know, she would probably be perfectly fine with like Denny's or something. But I would rather do something nice, take her to somewhere, sit down, maybe somewhere that has a reservation required or something because, you know, um, far be it for her older son to actually make an effort. No, he would rather spend time with his in-laws who may or may not be out of state. (laughs) (laughs) In hindsight, I would want to conclude a happy thought about mothers for Mother's Day. A few years back when I was still living in the Mile High City, Mama Starsage came out to visit with um, Mr. Mooney. And, you know, of course, Mr. Mooney is the more conservative type. He's uh, a little bit more watchful over his wallet. But I treated them to a nice Italian dinner out. And as we were finishing up the meal, since Mama Starsage has been, shall I say, behaving herself in the more recent years since she was remarried, I decided to treat her. She had had her eye on the menu and had wanted to have a drink. But of course, Mr. Mooney, being the nice church-going man that he is, doesn't normally enjoy that sort of thing. Well, I ordered Mama a frozen drink that she adored. It was a little champagne fruit type of cocktail called a Bellini. Ooh, those are so good. And, you know, I was just thrilled that she enjoyed it because growing up, you don't imagine the moments that you have, the opportunities that you have when you're an adult and that you get to have quality time with your folks. So that was one moment where I was out to dinner. I was doing well enough in my job at the time that I actually picked up the tab. And, you know, I kind of saw the glint in mama's eyes that she wanted to try one, even though Mr. Mooney wasn't approving I got us mm. one. <laughs> <laughs> As we conclude our show today and move forward to that special day that's dedicated to the women who brought us into the world, I just wanted to send out some love and light and some well wishes to our listening and podcasting families out there. I know that a few years ago, uh, Ramble Redhead of the Ramble Redhead show lost his dear sweet mother. And that was uh, a very, you know, impactful moment in his life. And he just recently lost his sister. And uh, while she's still with us, certainly, uh, Mr. Toppy Smelly of the Smellcast has been going through a difficult time with his sweet mama in more recent years. Um, She has taken to some fainting spells and some sickness, and she's ended up in the hospital a couple of times. So our hearts go out to... Uh, all of you who may have a older loved one, a mother or an aunt, or certainly even a grandmother, because we're not in this day and age all raised by the women who brought us into the world. Our families are who surround us. Everybody have a blessed Mother's Day and make sure that you appreciate the women in your lives that matter. Absolutely. I second that. Thank you for listening to The Far Away Nearby. This program can be found wherever you listen to podcasts. You can email us at tfnpodcast at gmail.com, tweet us on Twitter at tfndj, find our fan page on Facebook, 
and our companion blog on Tumblr, or text or leave a message at 720-230-6919. Unified, unique voices. Unified, unique voices. A network of inclusion. Univospods.net